I've been looking forward for a few days now with this interview. Johnny did him. He was a superstar in the early 2000s. He was winning races for fun at Macau. He was a three-time winning premiership jockey in that part of the world. He showed, he gave David Tackett free lessons um, nearly every week there. And he's great mates with our little mate, the Tagster. And then he had success when he came back as well. Um, and obviously we heard the news in the last week or so that there'll be no more racing at Macau and the great Johnny Didham joins us here on Giddy Up. John, thanks for your time, mate. We appreciate you joining us. No worries. Thanks, Gareth. Anytime. Now tell us that, like, you were there in the Halcyon days when you were the, you were, like, what was it like to ride at Macau when you were the king? Yeah, well, I went there uh, in 1996 on a three-month yep. contract, ended up sort of staying there for six years or just under, and then uh, had came back to Australia for a couple of years and went back over for just over two years, came back and then had a third stint for about 18 months. So I sort of ended up spending about nine and a half years there in a 12- or 13-year period. And what was it like in, in the Halcyon days? Can you describe that for us? Yeah, well, we just raced twice a week. Yeah. Uh, Hong Kong, that they race Wednesday nights and either Saturday or Sunday. And then we would race Tuesday night. And then uh, if Hong Kong raced Saturday, we'd race Sunday or vice versa. So it was twice a week uh, in Macau. And then the rest of the time you're, you know, playing golf. Or <laughs> Most of our owners were, 80% of them would have been from Hong Kong. So you're always on the jet pool going to Hong Kong and meeting owners and, and uh yeah, making sure everyone was happy. So, what uh, was, they were great days. What was that like, Johnny? Meeting owners, yeah. especially in Hong Kong. Now, I know you're retired, but there would have been a few brown paper bags there. I would imagine with the slings and all that that you used to get back in the day. Oh, oh well, memory's a bit hazy. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, there's, there's huge betting that goes yes. on. And, uh, you know, you just hope that. You're getting it right uh, more times than you're getting it wrong, or otherwise you, you, you won't be there too long. Now, was there a lot of pressure riding in that part of the world? Like, yeah, as you pointed out, the punt's big, and they they didn't muck around when the money was on. They needed results, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, look, there, there is, um, you, you know, and it's quite quite uh, you know difficult when they uh, when they think a horse can win or they want the horse to win, but it doesn't always work out that way. So and then there's accusations of you know double crossing and yep. um, all of this. So it, it, it's quite difficult to keep you know everyone on the same page. And look, look sometimes the horses won't perform. Uh, they'll just run disappointing. Things happen. Uh, it happens here. It happens everywhere in horse racing. It's not like driving a car where you, you know, put the foot on the accelerator and it goes. Uh, so sometimes uh, those things you know. They, the horses lost when when you, you're expecting them to win, and it, it was just a matter of uh, you know everyone's working together, everyone trusts each other, and everyone's on the same page, and yeah. and uh, we sort of managed to get through. Are you surprised? Do you think this day would ever come? Uh, look, it, it, it was been on the decline for probably uh, you know the last twenty years. Mm -hmm. It's been really um, yeah just slowly uh, on a downhill trend. Uh, you're hoping it, it would pick up, but uh, it, it, it never did. Is there any lessons you think that we can learn in this country from what's been happening or what we're seeing happen in, in Macau and, and Singapore before that? Yeah, um, Singapore's a bit different, but w with Macau, I think it's nearly the only place where it's a privately run uh, company yep. where there's a board of directors and their shareholders, which is very strange for uh, horse racing. 
And uh, that, that was very, uh, you know, different from how racing is run here or in Hong Kong. Uh, but, for, for example, uh, you know, Hong Kong, which is only, uh, you know, 30 kilometres away, it's like Flemington to, oh, okay. to uh, Werribee, yeah. uh, Hong Kong to Macau. And, uh, but Hong Kong, they're doing you know, 350 million Australian turnover a meeting. Yeah. Where, and Macau's doing like 500,000 uh, turnover a meeting. So uh, the, the numbers sort of don't really stack doesn't up. And sense. you wonder why it doesn't make yeah. sense. So, um, you know, and, and last year, I think, you know, the Hong Kong Jockey Club paid something like, you know, $7 billion in, in taxes and, um, you know, they've got a huge charitable arm, which was about $2 billion back into the community. And, and the Macau Jockey Club's somehow right. got, you know, $500 million of debt. Yeah, it doesn't make so sense, does it? The numbers don't really stack up, but, but, but when you're not there and haven't been there for some time, it's really hard to, to work out. But it's a very sad situation. Yeah. Now, Johnny, tell us a bit about David Taggart. Now, how would you rate him as a jockey, first of all? Well, look, Tag Tags is a very good jockey. There's, yes. there's no there's no denying that. Um, but but uh, he, he's also you know very funny, very humorous. Yes. And, uh, there's 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 a lot of stories with with David. But uh, a, a classic one was yeah. when uh, Brent Thompson had just got there, and yeah. Brent Thompson, you know, legendary rider, magnificent career. So he gets there, and the first meeting is there. Tags wins a race. The horses got you know backed in. So so we're watching the replay in the jockey's room. And it's just finished. He turns to Brent Thompson and says, "Look and look and learn, babe." <laughs> so Brent Thompson just sort of looks and this silence walks away. Exactly a week goes by. The same thing happens, but this time Brent Thompson rides the winner. Yeah. And then he seeks out tags and he goes, uh, "Yeah." Uh, just after the, we all we'll watch the replay again in the jockey's room, and he goes, "I learned fast tags, real up and fast." So then by this time everyone's on the ground laughing and uh, yeah, carrying on. So. Tag, uh, I love how I love the audacity of Tag, one of the great riders of all time. Um, yeah, four-time Cox Plate winning champ. He yeah. got the success overseas, and he's, exactly. he's he's sledging the great bay. But what about? Yeah. Did he, is it true that he didn't pay for his parking tickets or something in Macau? Yeah, well, Tag, something like he had fourteen parking, uh, forty over forty parking tickets in the glove box. Yeah. Tag, Tag thought he could park anywhere. And uh, but because the the fines were in uh, Chinese or Portuguese, well, Tags thought, well, we can't read them, so don't worry about them. <laughs> Until he gave the car to someone else when he left, and then they got pulled up and basically got arrested. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He amazing does... stuff, you know. Yeah, but, but he also got a rule changed over there. What? Like Tags are getting towards the end of it. Yeah. So um, I think it might have been his last ride or close enough to it. Yeah. Uh, the horse has got top weight, 62 kilos. Yeah, yeah. So Tags rolls up there, rides a one kilo over, 63 <laughs> kilos. So then the, the steward said, oh, this is a joke. You know, we can't have this. So they brought in the rule that from now on, you could only ride one kilo over from 54 kilos. Oh, so yeah. he, st- he stuffed it up for everybody, did he, Tags? Oh, he was well, lazy. Well, yeah. All the jockeys like, you know, Paddy Payne, yeah. Steve, uh, Lopez, you know, killing themselves to ride 56, 57. Yeah, you know, now they can't ride a kilo over because Tags has made a mockery oh, of things. He's oh. a selfish little bastard from sometimes, isn't he, Johnny? But oh, we love him. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable yeah. you know, what, what goes on. Champagne, comedy. Yeah, and you can't believe he's a big superstar now. He can't, like, does he tell you that everyone wants to take a selfie for him and all that? All the young fellas love him. He tells you, like, I'm transcending the sport, Gareth. 
he says. No, no, no. Um, uh, he tells everyone he actually owns SEN. Yes. I, I didn't know that he did. But anyway, that's, that's what uh, he gets around. Yeah, we wouldn't, have a, we, we wouldn't have a job if it wasn't for him, Johnny. He keeps on saying. No, no, no. And I Captain Pegg. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Self-appointed captain. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's um, he's doing a good job. Johnny, we could uh, talk yeah. to you all day, brother, um, listening great. to those stories. But thanks for your time, mate. We'll have to get you in more often. I nah, reckon. No I no reckon we'll Thanks. get you in an afternoon with Tags. You and Tags with Cam Luke. Just and I'll I'll join the party. Just telling stories, and it would be must listen radio. But we appreciate oh, your time, yes, mate. It'd be fantastic. No worries. Thanks You're a, a good Thanks, man, Gary. Johnny. Johnny did it no there. Worries. Three-time winning premiership jockey at Macau. Better bloke. Done a wonderful job um, as a jockey, and geez, he's got some good stories about our captain.